0: See it. I just wanna eat it. let me see it. let me see it. I just wanna eat it. Hey guys, and welcome back to Gapshap Gan, your favorite podcast with your two talkative Indian girls. We're your host Ananya Srivatsan. And am Shani.
1: And this podcast is in association with Glasgow University Indian Society. We just share experiences, thoughts, and our journeys as a diaspora here in Glasgow. And we hope you enjoy listening to them as much as we do sharing them.
0: Um, We're back with episode two of season two. And um, (laughs) uh, we've gotten a lot of positive responses for all our episodes so far. And we're so excited to have you here with us again. So, without further rambling on, we'll just begin. Today, we're going to be talking about something that's very, very close to both Ishani and my hearts. But more importantly, I'm pretty sure it's close to all of your hearts because it's food. And as the saying goes, the easiest way to the heart is through the stomach. So, um, let's begin with the first question. Um, Indian food is actually pretty iconic and really well known all over the world and it's um, but more importantly food everywhere is considered a huge part of Mm -hmm. the culture and you know a part of their traditions and the way that they work and you know create celebrations but how do you think Indian food is integral to Indian culture and traditions and you know what is your relationship with Indian food and how you think it's related to the way you celebrate your culture?
1: Mm-hmm. Um, I think when I say this, and Ananya would agree, there is food for every mood when it comes to Indian mm-hmm. food. Yeah. So, so if if someone just you know abroad just tells me you know in Glasgow that there's a pani puri party, which is just you know um, sort of fried balls with water stuffed inside it's really savoury so when somebody says it's a Pani Puri party I think I would drop all my work and just run and go there (laughs) even if it's just to have the really sour or really spicy water but it's just just the nostalgia I think that's attached to it because somewhere uh, I feel like deep in all of our hearts food and having what you have grown up whether that's Indian or anywhere else as well um is, is sort of like a memory so um, mm-hmm. food sort of just makes you remember your good times with your grandparents or at home yeah. or when you're away from home so I feel like a lot of our food um, has to do with you know if, if I'm going to my grandmother's space there's like a specific set of food that I would eat mostly junk and like really sweet stuff um, yeah and I'm a Bengali, so essentially everything from like rasgullas, which is roshagulla, and um, <laughs> to, to I a whole, can see, I can see the Bengali coming out. <laughs> uh, and so, um, so pretty much the whole spectrum of food is for me associated with nostalgia and the idea of being and belonging somewhere um it is weird cuz cuz like a lot of these sensory stuff people say is associated with your memory but i think that is what it is what do you think aranya
0: um for me i completely agree with you on the fact that a lot of enjoying food is about the memories associated like mm-hmm. standing on the corner of a road with like cars rushing by at like 7 in the evening and having a plate of panipuri or like mm-hmm. <laughs> sitting in like a scruffy down-to-earth um you know diner where they give you the most crunchy ghee filled dosa oh yes, yes. <laughs> that 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 kind of taste is not just like you know it's on a banana leaf and they say that the taste of eating on a banana leaf is different from when you're eating it on a plate, and I completely get that. Yeah, it's just kind of like that home vibe feeling. Yeah, yeah, it's not like a super five star Michelin restaurant, it's just a really down to earth, pure, good food type place, and that just makes yeah. me happy. Like, it makes me feel warm from the inside. But even if we're just talking about food from home, it's like different celebrations they make different sweets and they make mm-hmm. like each food has its own significance for example during Holi, we make like during holy we make poli, which is like um a jaggery filled type of bread mm-hmm. it's like made on that taba which is like
1: yeah and i and i think in north india specifically or i might not be speaking for a lot of people but since i've traveled around um i feel like they make something similar which is called a gujia. so it's yeah it's it's essentially just fried um stuffed with coconut and sweet stuffings Um, and that's how we i agree that's how we associate say holidays or say like um festivals with food right yeah. or like just just the fact that sometimes when you want to have a downtime with your friend you just go like let's just go for a chat or let's just go for like coffee or something yeah. and then you go to like the small you know it's called it's it's sort of like a nooker place it's like a corner yeah. shop a corner store or like a
0: street food it's the other thing I love about our culture is the snacking habit like anywhere else in the world snacking is such a big thing everywhere you go they have like their own like chai and bun, or like chai and you know they have like this rask or they'll have pa bhaji and they'll have pa or they'll have chaat or they'll have bada like the snacking culture is insane like it's entire dishes that are made to have at like four o'clock with your tea <laughs> like pa. oh my god pa.
1: <laughs> and i think the the greatest part of that is that there are so many choices to pick from if you want to get your hands greasy you would go for something like chole or bhature or something. oh my god
0: yeah or, or like bhaji in the rain yeah like, it's all like you know like we said it's like just Things that, like, when when it starts raining, in my mom, like, Aranya, should we make bhaji today? <laughs> it's just like <laughs> the memories that are associated with eating something hot and fried and.
1: And the funny part is this rain thing is i think very very common in like all cultures so some people like you said go for bhaji i know bengalis go for making a kichri, which is a different kind of khichri. it's filled with vegetables and they just mm. have on rainy days i know there are different kinds of people that would just go make something out of dal and then fry it dal pakoda and mm. um, so it, it's like everywhere I so it's many the red-
0: rain there's so many, like, I say budgie now, but budgie is basically like a vegetable food that has been dipped in batter and then fried. And, yeah. like, there's so many. You can make it out of, like, bananas. You can make it out of potato. You can make it out of apple. You can make it out of, basically, and every region has, like, their own speciality. And I think that's what makes it so diverse and so special. And, like, that's what forms, like, our culture you know like we all sit and talk at like the chai shop or you know we all go have tiffin in the morning tiffin is like not a full meal it's just like what you would consider like a breakfast
1: like a school <laughs> brunch
0: like a six o'clockish snack that kind of stuff is called a tiffin yeah and I
1: think all of these um all of these conglomeration of spices like oh the God, whole yeah. spectrum of uh, you know like spices is very integral to Asian culture I guess but in general I feel like India is so rich with these spices um, mm-hmm. it adds mood to the food so that that I think reflects onto the culture like it's very colorful free light breezy sort of thing yeah. so yeah like butter that... chicken's red but like you know that dal makhni has to be like a certain color and has to have cream on top yeah uh,
0: and i think that's why it makes no two dishes can ever be the same like even the way my grandma makes pongal which is like a rice and pulses mixed together is not the mm-hmm. same way my mom will make it's like a very staple dish for familial But the way my grandma makes it is not the way my mom makes it. But that's because everybody adds a little bit more of salt or a little bit more of like jeera or a little bit more of like pepper, like whatever it is. Everybody has like their own personal touch, so to say, because it's not measured, right? It's not like half a tablespoon of salt and like five tablespoons of pepper. It's like everybody
1: just has their own, you know, one pinch. (laughs) The other thing is, I think... And I would agree that we connect a lot of our food. So sometimes when we were like really hungry, we would just take an Uber out to get some dosa man. Or just cook with common (laughs) friends, like make some puri and some just really badly made sabzi. But whatever it is, it was the food that connected us like really essentially.
0: Yeah, like we'd get together at like 12 in the night and make like Maggie.
1: (laughs) (laughs) No, but not just any Maggie, the, the full of masalas the full of flavour of Maggi yeah and you know even Maggie,
0: if you look at it everybody has like their own separate way like some people like it really soupy some people like it with no water at all some people <laughs> add like other stuff into their Maggie. everybody has like their own special way
1: I feel like if it's not soupy it's a crime
0: <laughs> okay I'm sorry that's like such a strong opinion Speaking <laughs> you know, of strong opinions, um, we have a segment for the episode and that's sink or swim. So, it's the first time we'll be doing it but it's very commonly used all over the world. So, basically we'll each name foods and the other mm-hmm. person has to say whether they like it or they don't or like what's their opinion on it? Does it sink mm-hmm. or swim? Uh, Shani, do you want to go first or?
1: Sure. Um, how do you feel about Chanapuri
0: Puri? Uh, I like Chanapuri, but I prefer it with sagu, so I'd say sink. <laughs> How do you feel about Pau Pati? Oh my god, swim for days. The buttery palm. <laughs> with like hot bhaji with butter on top oh my god if you said sink i would scream
1: right the last thing i'm going to say is this is like my personal favorite how do you feel about a good glass of lassi
0: oh swim 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 no for me no north indian meal is complete without a glass of lassi i'm
1: going to quickly add this one as well how do you feel about the most famous dish of the world called momo?
0: <laughs> um, swim, but I would also like to add that I am vegetarian, so <laughs> I don't know yeah, how but, that but affects there's, your. There's all. Mm-hmm. Rend- I think
1: there's all renditions of uh, momos, even the veg momos like veg chow mean. Chowmein is essentially just like like f- noodles, but like an Indian street version of it. Like it's yeah. really spicy. <laughs> yeah.
0: Um, I'm going to go with all South Indian options because I'm South Indian so Uh, that's obviously (laughs) what I'm most used to. We'll start with a very very common South Indian dish. What do you feel about Idli Sambar? Uh,
1: I am not a fan of Idli. I love (laughs) dosas because they're amazing but the problem with Idli is I just feel like the rice complete thing. I would rather have solid rice than have that. But I love sambars. They're amazing. <laughs> and correct me if I say sambar wrongly. I know, sambar is okay.
0: I mean, that's how you say it in English. So, I'm not gonna call you out for that. It's fine. I won't I won't be a Bengali. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Shallow dink. <take. laughs> um, okay, we'll start getting a little more complicated. What do you feel about pakora?
1: All kinds of pakoras, swim, 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 all day in the rain,
0: all day. <laughs> yeah. Um. What do we feel about appam?
1: I love appams, especially the, you know, my mom really makes this, used to make this really weird appam where she put a lot of like stuffy vegetables in, but it was amazing. So, I feel like appams is a win. And for okay. those who do not know what appam is, do you want to <laughs> differentiate between an appam and a dosa? Of course. So, an appam or an appam, as
0: it's actually called, is a Kerala dish. And... Obviously what you put in it in it to make it is different, but it's like rice based. Mm-hmm. But an apam is made in like a what do you say? Like a bowl type dish. But a dosa is flat. And it's usually made with ghee. And dosa is made very nice and crunchy. And you eat it with chutney or sambar. And then right. there is the apam which is usually had with stew, which is like a coconut milk based dish. Right.
1: And it's really soft. I think appams are like really soft. They're very pancake-like.
0: Yeah, yeah. They're soft, pancake-like. Much, I mean, I would not say dosa is not a comfort food because it is. is 100%. Um, it's more of a softer comfort food than dosa. And a hugely controversial dish, but very, very, for me, hugely controversial for me, but very, very very well loved all over South India uh, curd rice
1: curd rice um, I feel like the amalgamation I'm the queen of like weird food like I will have the most weirdest food and everybody knows this I'm very proud of having a Nutella and popcorn so I'm that person Um, I feel like curd rice is a spin for me because I think the combination of rice and curd is something that people do it but I like this I've tried sweeter versions like just rice and curd sweet for like a light dinner but Mm. yeah I think the South Indian curd rice is a win.
0: Yeah like in our house curd rice is like a delicacy they like eat it with like pomegranate and they have like the mustard seeds and it's like you know there's all these like tiny side dishes like the Ugar, like the pickles that you eat with it and right. it's like a huge thing, like every Sunday night without fail, no matter what we've done the entire week there's curd rice on Sunday night like I can close my eyes and promise you that there is curd rice on Sunday night <laughs> and people really enjoy it so yeah, uh, it's,
1: a, it's a decent delicacy if you know how to like really eat it, so for example yeah. I didn't know how to eat it but there is this concept of something called gunpowder Yes. like really spicy powder from down south and uh, I tried it with curd rice it wasn't bad man it really wasn't bad yeah it's- and if you eat it with like the pickles
0: that we make like the mango pickles which is like really spicy and, and yeah it's sour- not that bad yeah
1: between sour and spicy
0: yeah. uh, so that was speaking segment. of
1: which <laughs> we should quickly move on to our next question which is very much related to how Indian foods pretty much work all over the world. So Ananya We know that Indian food is like very very famous across the world and everybody knows about it and we say butter chicken they're like oh Indian when they say it or something like Indian but how do you feel about it being any similar or say dissimilar from how we actually do it in India versus how um it's sort of presented say in various parts of the world and, and how, do you have any opinions on how different it is made or how different tastes or looks um, do you feel like it's like an accurate sort of representation of the culture or more like a adaptation to the people that live there? Um,
0: first of all, obviously, everywhere else in the world is not going to have that same touch. You know, the touch we were talking about, like, which you have at home or with your family or your mom. Anywhere else, they're, they're not, even if they are Indians, It's just those ingredients and, like, where they're from and, like, the way in which they're made. I personally feel like it doesn't have that exact same touch. But I do feel there are, like, a few restaurants that I have been to in different parts of the world that do sometimes manage to capture, like, the beauty that is Indian food. (laughs) The other problem I have is that... Spices has been generalized into like garam masala or like vegetable masala or like chaat masala. And like, you just using those, of course, will kind of give you an Indian flavor, but it won't be Mm -hmm. like the exact way in which it's supposed to be made. Like actually putting like the different types of things together, like cumin and coriander and like curry leaves and everything will taste different from just putting it in like a masala and putting it in a dish. Right. So I feel like, one, number one, that, but also there's the whole things are less spicy or everywhere else in the world. Maybe that's just for me because I have a pretty decent spice tolerance. So I feel like everybody else has like a pretty low spices in their food. But other than that, I feel like there is quite a decent representation because I feel like if you eat Chinese food anywhere else in the world, Chinese people are going to tell you it doesn't taste anything like Chinese food. Or if you no. eat Italian food anywhere else in the world, Italian people are going to tell you it tastes nothing like Italian food. So it's always going to be different from our perception of it because we've grown up in India Mm -hmm. and we kind of have a taste of what that's like. So I'm not too mad about it. The one thing that does kind of irk me is the fact that there's too much of a generalization about Indian food. Maybe I'm looking at it like that, but it's like Mm -hmm. people aren't able to appreciate the fact that down south has like a completely different bunch of flavors in like south india and north india like a pretty decent divide of course it's all indian food but the way you get like a nice crispy ghee roast in chennai is not going to be the same way you get a dosa in mumbai Correct. and the way that you get vada pav in delhi is not going to be the same way you get vada pav in bangalore it's just because the so certain foods are traditional and are innate to certain parts. They come from certain places of the nation. So I feel like too many of those things have become generalized and just like, oh, it's Indian food and people don't really recognize that different parts have different specialities
1: yeah i i think i very very strongly agree on that and that's why i believe the latter part of the question is correct that everywhere that food actually goes even if it's you know for a fact um i'll take bengali food because i'm bengali i can take punjabi food as well because i've lived there for a while um what it actually is vis-a-vis where it is found is completely different i believe because like that is how people have accepted the flavors, maybe in that particular part of the country. yeah, People's spice tolerance is less or more. So for example, there's a generalization of the idea that Gujarati food is sweet and Marathi mm-hmm. food is like really spicy, which might or might not be true. But again, when you take off to those generalizations and then the food is prepared according to, say, a recipe or whatever you pick on, there are bound to be like changes, cause cause in your head you have a preconceived notion of a food, and then yeah, it is tapered to your choice. Um, so example, even for the fact like small street food like pani puri, is yeah. completely different of west versus south versus north. Um, and I only yeah. think it's because it's completely on people's taste. And so mm. when, for example, in Glasgow the scene of Indian food is like completely different it's amazing it's amazing it's a little pricey in some places I guess yeah a little okay a little for students yes (laughs) we keep forgetting (laughs) that we're broke but (laughs) I guess in a way in in a sense the British version of Asian food British version of Indian food is completely different to fit the taste of what it looks like, and certain yeah. foods like um, chicken tikka masala are. There are foods that are not existent in India and yet called Indian because yeah, of the spices. Exactly.
0: Isn't I remember doing like a quiz a long time ago, and it was like chicken tikka masala is actually from Scotland, and I was like, what? <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, so.
1: So I, I always do it. So for people, sometimes um, they think that chicken tikka masala is Indian. And I understand why. Because tikka masala. Yeah. We have paneer tikka masala in India. So it's a thing. But again, it's come from the West. So it's because it's such a big globalized world, I feel like they just change it according to their taste. So um, yeah. what is Indian food anymore? I do not know. But from what I can say is usually um, typically traditional food would be what your traditional food would look like and what you have versus abroad is possibly just a tapered or changed or altered sense of the same food
0: yeah but i feel like at the end of the day indian food is kind of the amalgamation of everything that we know all over india and maybe even all over other parts of the world because like you said they're all kind of growing and evolving with each other and i think that's one of the really special things about indian food is it's always growing and evolving. Like, there's always some new dish coming out from like some flavors or, you know, a very basic idea that was created long ago that's now being twisted or turned in some other way to bring about a new texture or flavor. and Correct.
1: So, there's so much different things that come into the country and that are from yeah. mixed from things, and then you indonize them. Like even you know, the Chinese food in India, I was, I was like really surprised and taken aback when I went to Glasgow. I realized that Indian Chinese is actually Indianized Chinese.
0: Yeah, so... like in India, even Italian food is Indianized. Like when I went to Italy, I was like, why does this taste like nothing? <laughs> <laughs> like because Indian Ch- Italian food has like
1: way more spices than actual Italians would put in their dishes correct and maybe they would think that it's a obnoxious combination yeah. but, but that is how we we would enjoy something so i like i said they taper it according to their taste so that's exactly what we do so indian like i said chow mein and like just a set of sweet chili chicken or whatever it's just
0: pizza indian
1: yeah it's indian exactly And I think that's the thing. Being
0: Indian is a state of mind. It's not. You can make anything Indian if you try hard. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, On that note, before we go any further into our food um, shenanigans, I think we should stop here and spare our listeners. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you guys so much once again for tuning in to one of our Kavshap Kyan episodes. We're your host, Ananya Shivatsan.
1: Is Dani Mukherjee, and we'll catch you soon in another episode. Thank you. Bye, guys.